Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. All right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Savage Podcast. Hello, everybody. Today, we are, as per... Actually, I don't even know what I'm saying. We're taking <laughs> guys, guys, <we're> <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Let me just let me just interject here. Daniel has oh, had God. a few to drink. Oh, God, without people me. gonna think I'm an alcoholic. Daniel, like I said, it's not an opinion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Uh, so, how much um, did you drink, Daniel, so far? I haven't had that much. I've only had like one bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> It was a while ago, so I'm sobering up. I'm fine. What time? What time did you drink? How how long ago did you drink? It was like probably f- five hours ago. Oh, oh, you're still drunk. Mm-mm. Mm. I've sobered up. Mm. I'm definitely in a in a in a okay, better place. Okay then. You know. Are you sure about that? Because we gon' we gonna be talking uh, quite a lot today, and quite possibly a lot in this are. accent. You know why? Oh, God damn, we gonna be we gonna be getting into it. Why are we talking in this accent, Rose? You tell me. God damn. Because we gonna talk about the Netflix show Tiger King. Okay, I can't even do it right oh, now. God. Tiger oh God. Tiger King. Get the goddamn Tiger King. <laughs> he be living down the street from my uncle. <laughs> I can't. Honestly, okay, I can't. Okay, so today, guys, um, we are going to be discussing the ever-so-popular Netflix series Tiger King, which um, yeah. is apparently now number one in Canada on Netflix. I don't know about it's, the U.S. or Spain. It's literally gone It's literally gone viral. Like, I'm not kidding you. Literally, like, I watched... I remember seeing it come up on my Netflix. It's yeah. like a, you know, you see the like little trailer, and I was like, this is a bit weird. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I started watching it and it like, you know, next level shit. And then it literally went viral. Everyone's been talking about it. Everyone's like, Tiger King, Tiger King this, Tiger King that, fuck Carol Baskin. Oh my God. We are going to get into this whole thing. Okay. First of all, guys, if you haven't seen it, we are going to be discussing this and there will be spoilers. Mm -hmm. So maybe you want to watch it first. Okay. Because. Yeah. Recommend watching it before. This show is batshit crazy. Like. If, oh my god! If a show could be batshit crazy, it is this right here. Yeah, but the thing that's the thing that blows my mind—I don't know about you—but like the thing that blew my mind about this show is the fact that it's not—it's not nonfiction. Yeah. No, wait, it's not. Fi- it, I mean, oh my god, what am I trying to say? It's not it's fiction. Real. <laughs> it's not fiction. Yes, exactly. It's not fiction. It's like actually a real. That's what blew my mind. So I was like, okay, these people aren't real. And little did I know that like all of the people that owned big cats in mm. the USA were the, like not even like a little bit crazy. It's like, like bat shit crazy shit. I mean, yeah. but think about it. Like what kind of a person would want to have like a tiger living in their house? Not a normal sane person. 
right? That's true. So, that is very, that's a very good point. So it's not shocking that all these people are like really crazy eccentric. We're going to get into this whole fucking thing here because there's so much to say yeah. about this. But oh basically oh everyone is insane, like clinically yeah. insane probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I pretty much did not like anybody on that show in terms of like, you know, I didn't think anybody was a, someone to be on. Um, I couldn't be on anyone's side, basically. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, felt, you know I, mean? I felt the same. Like I felt like the documentary was done in, in a, such a way that like, I didn't really relate to any of them in, in, in a way. Like I didn't feel bad for certain people like Joe being in prison. Yeah. I didn't feel like, for example, and we'll talk more about Carol Baskin later, but I also yes. felt like what she was doing, like, do I f- really buy into her oh. whole thing as well? No, no, no. Can like, I, can I interject and talk about the Carol Baskin thing? Let's just get into it. Oh God damn. Okay. So oh, first God of all, damn. let's I, get right into it. I have a lot to say about this. Um, big cat rescue situation okay okay so carol baskin the the founder mm-hmm. or one of the founders of big cat big cat rescue or is she the founder yeah. i don't know anyway she i think she's like the founder her and yes. her, her and her husband that disappeared but it used to be called something else it used to be called wildlife on easy yeah. street so basically yes. it seems that before when she was with her ex-husband who disappeared Okay, we'll get into yeah. that. Mysteriously. Um, yeah. <laughs> before that <laughs> happened, uh, it seems that they pretty much were running a very similar kind of thing to maybe Joe Exotic or all of the other people that owned cats 100%. because they were breeding yeah. the animals. But I don't think that that means yeah. that automatically we should just discount what Big Cat Rescue is doing. I, again, I'm not, I don't know that much about Big Cat Rescue. I can, I'm just going by yeah. what I've seen on the show mm-hmm. and also by I did read a statement by Carol Baskin on the Big Cat Rescue website. So, yeah. Yes, she was breeding them, but she doesn't breed them anymore. There's a big difference. Exactly. So, but she and yeah. she did she did say like in that podcast as well that you that you had uh, kindly yes. sent me that I listened to. <laughs> it talked about how originally they were breeding it was like primarily bobcats and stuff. Right. And then what had happened was like one of the bobcats that she had bred or for somebody they were like reselling it at an auction and that was kind of an epiphany for her to be like oh actually she thought she was doing something good for the species because she's like they're endangered it's good to breed them like it's like gets more of the population out there but then she realized actually these animals that I'm breeding are just going back to the fur trade or to whatever else because people can't handle the grown-up adult bobcats or whatever else and it's not actually helping the original cause that she thought she was so she had kind of like apparently an epiphany to like stop the breeding at that point right perfect yeah so that's like, yeah. uh, so we have a podcast here. If you guys want to hear more about uh, this whole mm-hmm. this whole thing, there is a podcast called Joe yeah. Exotic Tiger King. And it's basically this guy interviewing like all of the people involved or maybe not all of them, but a lot of the people involved. Yeah. So it kind of dives deep into it. So they do have a couple episodes dedicated to Carol Baskin. So this story was not told. Yeah. So what I, I guess my biggest problem with the show, well, one of the problems with mm-hmm. the show was that, again, it's... I. Obviously, it's hard to compress all of that information into a few episodes, but I feel like they really vilified the idea of the sanctuary without really yeah. digging into it. And it made everyone feel everyone, anyone that's not educated about animal sanctuaries would watch that video and think or watch that show and think, oh, she's just as bad as Joe Exotic, which is just not true. What, whatever you want to think yeah. about Carol Baskin as a person, I mean, Again, like she's probably also batshit crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't know if she killed her husband or not. Okay. Whatever you want to think about that, that's separate from whatever she's doing as, you know, as a big cat rescue. And I don't think it's fair that they basically painted it as though, oh yeah, like she's a hypocrite because she was breeding animals before. Yeah, she was breeding animals before, but like you said, she decided no longer. Exactly. 
She learned from it. Yes. Um, and it's interesting too, because I mean, if you look at the documentary, yes, they've painted Carol Baskin in a certain light and yes, mm-hmm. there is some mystery surrounding Carol Baskin and certain <laughs> things that have happened, you know, with regards to her husband disappearing. Um, I'm still not hundred percent sure as to what really went on. I don't think anyone is. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, um, like the, all the people that they were interviewing, that you know were slagging off Carol Baskin. They all had stuff to gain from slagging her off. Exactly. If you know what I mean? Like all of them, all of them were were zoo or big cat owners themselves, mm-hmm. and they didn't like what Carol Baskin was about. So of course they're gonna say she's terrible, she's crazy, she's this because they had something to gain from it, right? Even the the Don's family, who Don, who was her ex husband, yes. they interviewed his family, like his his ex wife and their kids. Of course they're gonna say s- terrible stuff about Carol because. They're they the family. don't like her. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. And the wife was abandoned she was, and she was the exactly. mistress. Of course she's going to like, again, exactly. I'm not, and they are entitled to feel that way. Absolutely. 100%. I would probably also feel that way if I were in the, and I would probably yeah. also think the same thing. But again, we have yeah. to take what they say with a grain of salt. If you're going to interview the family, of course they're going to say mm-hmm. that she fucking killed her, killed uh, her husband. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, we'll get to that I mean, part. Again, we'll get to that part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> There's so much to cover. So much. My goodness. Okay, no, I do okay. want to say a couple more things about the sanctuary because this is, I think to me, yeah. this is very important because I want people to understand okay. that there are major differences between a sanctuary and a zoo. And first of all, if you go onto their website and read like the truth about what happened, because they obviously are defending themselves. Again, I'm not saying yeah. they're, you know, they're right. And obviously we have to take what they say as well with a grain of salt. Um, but exactly. they do talk about, again, I'm talking about the sanctuary. Their, their sanctuary is actually um, accredited. Let's see here. Yeah, they're yeah, accredited, accredited by, by the Global kind of- Federation of Animal Sanctuaries. So I believe that that means that they have a certain standard that they have to meet in order to be accredited. Animal yeah. sanctuaries are not the same thing as zoos. Yes, they might have visitors. And yes, they do have to raise money because they are a sanctuary. They I'm sorry, but you cannot raise tigers or you cannot have tigers living in your sanctuary and not raise any money. They are expensive, Mm -hmm. obviously, to feed them. We've seen that they can be very expensive. And so it's um, I know they showed the part where Carol Baskin was like um, having some kind of big event at the sanctuary and there was like all these people. And it made it seem as though this is like what they do on a regular basis. And if you go onto their website, it Mm -hmm. seems that that was only once a year they have a fundraising event once a year where they invite more people than usual to tour the facility. Another difference is that they don't allow cup petting. They don't touch the tigers, which makes a big difference. Okay. And, and they, and they also don't breed them. They also don't breed them. So they are Mm -hmm. like, like again, Think what you want about Carol Baskin, but an animal sanctuary does not breed animals. They fix the problem that is created by massive breeding. So yes, animal like you can't just let these animals go in the wild. If you have thousands of tigers that have been domesticated since birth and have been bred, you cannot just leave them to the wild. Like that's, I'm sorry, you're in the U.S. First of all, where are you going to put the tigers? They have to live in a safe environment until they can just live out the rest of their lives. Exactly, so, and that's kind of what mm-hmm. the what the basis of the sanctuary is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like to to take in those animals that you know don't have anywhere to go, mm-hmm. and they can just live out the rest of their life there peacefully, and then just pass away. And yes. you know, so yeah, yeah, I just really did not like that the the show just did not seem to go into any of that and kind of show mm-hmm. that that wasn't really that's not the purpose of a sanctuary. I just don't want people to see that and think, oh, animal sanctuaries are the same as a zoo. Why is going to a zoo bad, but going to an animal sanctuary is not bad. Those are the main differences. It is 
It is very, yeah. very different. It is the opposite of what Azu <clears throat> would do, what Joe, whatever, what his name, Joe Exotic would do. <laughs> <laughs> Joe oh my god i can't anyway so i just wanted to get that out there because i think that's important because um mm. she, yeah so i think it's important so that we understand because i think a lot of people will watch mm. that and not understand do you know yeah no th- the, i i do think because the way that they that netflix did the whole documentary yeah. it does make you feel a certain way initially to carol baskin right like the, mm-hmm. they were very clever in how they did this documentary oh my god and i do feel like so sensational. I feel, mm-hmm. yeah, very, very mm-hmm. sensational. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. They had good content to work with in a sense yes. that like all of these people that, that keep these tigers, Carol Baskin included. I'm sorry. You know uh, what? Yes. I, she's also a bit bashful about crazy. her, but like she's <laughs> like that little line that she would always say. I don't know what about you. Hey there, little cats like, and kittens. Is that what she said? Yeah. Hey. No, she's like, hey there, big cats and kittens. <laughs> I'm Carol Baskin <laughs> from Big Cat Rescue. Today, the, the Bobcats. Pl- and I was like, oh my God. Like, I know, and, right? And then how she how she was like, guys, come look at my closet. Every single piece of clothing was like animal print. I was like, no, I can't. Like, I just, uh, I, I honestly can't. I like, know. You, you would think, so, you're like, you're like, is she a real person? <laughs> I know. All of these people. So I do think that Netflix, in a sense, when they were making the documentary, they had like a very good base of people to work with in yeah. a sense that all the people on the show were like next level eccentric people that you rarely actually, I've rarely met people like this in my life. I don't you think know I've what ever I mean? met like, people like this in my life. They, they just yeah, have, there's a whole new meaning to uh, crazy cat lady. <laughs> whole new meaning. I'll just tell you that much. God damn. Oh my Even gosh. her wedding picture. So she had a recent, <laughs> she showed her wedding picture with her and her like new husband. I can't even remember his name. And uh, literally he's wearing a leash and is on all fours in their wedding picture. And she's <laughs> holding him by the leash, wearing some kind of like cat print, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Like a cat I saw that dress picture. Or something. And I was like, oh my God, like, no, I what know. the hell? But again, we can't, you know what? It's her You know what? Yeah, if she wants fantasy. to do that, do that. Um, it's making her happy. So, so. Do, you th- do you think she killed her husband? Let's talk about that. <sighs> this is a really tough one yeah. because there's multiple sides to the story. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious that her and her husband towards the end of the marriage were having difficulties yeah. towards his disappearance. Sorry, not the end of the marriage. Um, there was multiple things. There's some really suspicious stuff. Like for example, it was mentioned that her husband had filed a month before his disappearance, yeah. had filed a restraining order. So he had actually gone, it got mm-hmm. denied, but he'd still gone through that process and been like, I think that she's going to try to do something to me. Right. So, but then on, on the flip side, she said that he was potentially suffering, <coughs> uh, suffering from Alzheimer's and like there was a lot of other stuff going on. Let me see um, what she wrote the on the website about, cause I read it and I, and I, mm-hmm. let me see what she wrote about the restraining order. Cause she did write something. Yeah. She said it was like, um, and I didn't really understand. It had to yeah. do with, it said she, it had to do with like when he was gone, she like got rid of some trailers or something. And he was like pissed off about it. I can't remember exactly what she wrote, if oh, I remember yeah, okay. correctly. So Don spent one week per month in Costa Rica. Don was a man who wanted to have sex yeah. daily. He would go to Costa Rica during the week and I was having while I was having my menstrual cycle. I accepted this as something I had to live with. During the week he was away, yeah. I would haul off the property as as much of the junk as I could. Wendell told Don mm-hmm. I was doing this. Don tried calling the police to get them to stop me. They told him he would need a restraining order. It is unclear if it was Don's idea to get a restraining order. Um, so anyway, apparently, I don't know. Like, that's also kind of like... Uh, it's a bit weird. That's really the weird. Whole thing, the whole... 
Exactly. The whole situation is weird. And also, like, whenever you look at, you know, like, forensic files or any of those kind of things. Yeah. Like, I'm going back to this. Mm-hmm. But, like, the number one, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying Carol did it or she mm-hmm. didn't. But the number one is, like, you look at the people in that person's immediate circle yeah. and who had the most to gain, right? Yeah. And the fact that she took all the legal proceedings at exactly the right time. So, for example, I guess there was, like, a thing in the document where they said, you have to wait five years until someone's disappeared before you can claim titles to their assets or whatever if you're married. She waited on the exactly the, the you know, the day of five years went to the attorney got all the assets transferred to her name all of this kind of stuff so there's a lot of suspicion around that you know it's it's kind of like I don't know she had so much to gain from from that and the fact that she wasn't happy in this marriage I don't know I also I also wonder about um if she was maybe like uh broke and couldn't take care of the tigers like I'm trying to give benefit of a doubt I you know what the the Mm -hmm. problem is everyone that I when you read comments on like videos and stuff People are just like, oh, she did it 100%. She for sure did it. There's no doubt in my mind. She should be in jail. I'm like, Kate, can you just calm down, please, first of all? Yeah, like, Like, can you take a chill? Like, (laughs) you don't know for sure that she did it. Otherwise, she would probably be in jail. There is no actual physical evidence. So, like, let's just... I'm not saying she didn't or did do it. I'm just saying that we we don't actually know. Yes, does it look suspicious? Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. 100%. Um, But also, we've only... We watched one episode of of a series... One one hour episode mm. and now you know for sure that she did it. Are you a fucking detective? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this is this is just it. There's no body. There's no nothing. There's like literally no evidence whatsoever. Would to, she have fed? To put would it, she have fed him to the tigers? <laughs> do you think but, she would? You know, somebody was saying. Um, uh, what, do, what do you call it? Somebody was saying that it was a bit weird that you know that that scene where Joe Exotic is getting his like uh, foot kind of bitten by the tiger yeah and then he was like oh my god someone put perfume on my shoes and then they like they go back to uh carol basket and she's like she's like well you know if you were to if you wanted someone to kill him you would put sardine oil on the shoe (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like this is the kind of shit that they like this is what they See, but Netflix nef- this is, is what very, I mean. Like, Netflix. Yeah. Whoever made the the producers are very smart at their editing. I'll just tell you 100%. that much. Exactly, because like honestly, it was like perfect. But there was so many. I can't think of any others. Yeah. But that's like such a good moment where the editing was just perfect because it's like have him there, literally getting attacked and being like, "Someone put something on my shoe," <laughs> and then her being like, "Well, if you want to, you want someone a tiger to kill you, just put sardine sardine oil <laughs> on their shoes." <laughs> And she just, she just knew. Oh See, God. that's the kind of shit where you're like, oh, you knew, mm. you knew what to do. I do wonder yeah, though that like, like if a tiger were to eat a human, would there not be any traces? Like, would there not be any? I feel like there would be still yeah, something. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like, cause they wouldn't typically like, we have big bones and stuff in us. So I feel like they wouldn't necessarily like eat through all of the bones of us. But I mean, I guess I'm not a tiger expert, so I don't know. What do you um, think about the meat grinder you- theory? <laughs> oh god I, well apparently again netflix did carol dirty on this when she said quote right. that the meat grinder that they have is actually a very small like tabletop yeah. one where like if you were to put meat in it like you would literally could put the meat the size of like my hand into the meat grinder right, right. so like to put a full it's not like a full like um industrial style meat grinder so to do that you would need like to chop up a body into like mm-hmm. so many parts right so like and yet Netflix on the show, they showed like this massive industrial yeah. meat grinder that yeah. would be at like a warehouse. Yeah. Not the one that she had. See, so. that's very deceptive. Like, come on. That's yeah. a little bit mean. Like, it's so bad. The thing is, like, it's... 
I do feel it. Okay. If she did not do it, right. Which there is a chance that she didn't do it because there is actually no evidence that she did. And if she didn't do it, I would feel just so bad for her because now this -hmm. show is blowing up. Everyone thinks she killed her husband. It was already probably bad before because she was already getting accused. And now this entire thing has become global. (laughs) Oh my God. It's like like the Stephen Avery case. It's just exploded, right? Like this whole like TV, this whole series has just exploded across the, across the globe. It's huge in Spain as well. Like international. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone will know who Carol Baskin is. I know. I just feel bad for what's going to happen to this, the tigers in the sanctuary. Hopefully if she loses it, they can, somebody can take care of the tigers. Someone will take over. I don't know. Hopefully they have some kind of like trust or something or like a, I don't know, directorship. Yeah. Whatever it is. I don't know. But yeah, Um, it's crazy. Yeah. This, oh, another thing that, um, I, I I just have the, the, refuting statement by Carol Baskin on, on my desktop. So I'll just read one more interesting thing. So, um, Let's see. Application for a restraining order. Don spent one week. Perm- oh, no. Okay. So that was the restraining order part. And yeah. then, so they, he filed the restraining order and, uh, let's see. Don disappeared two months later in August and claims, Anne is the secretary. Don secretary. Yes. Yeah. Anne claims. But apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, apparently, according to that, I think that they were saying that this secretary had actually been embezzling funds from the company. Mm-hmm. So actually, they had they had just um, filed a lawsuit with this secretary. So obviously, she was a disgruntled employee mm-hmm. and was not happy with Carol. Uh, so obviously, she wouldn't be a great person to interview either, even though they said that she was so yeah. close to Dawn and blah, 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 blah. But yet... And they in, in that document that you have in front of you, I think they linked the yep. lawsuit. Yep. So that's the thing. This is like you know, this is the thing. This is why you can't just watch one episode of a series and think that someone is guilty of murder. Like, come on, guys. Mm. Now Goddamn. I think that they could do a full series on Carol Baskin yeah, and the so, of her husband. Yes, my I, God. Oh my god, I would watch the shit out of that. Like I would love to see that. <laughs> I mean, I have to I mean, I have to say that she is she's not very convincing as an innocent uh <laughs> You know what I mean? Like she seems a. Uh, it's just because she's so eccentric as well, and the way she but also talks. She has crazy eyes. Yeah, she definitely has those crazy eyes. So like when she like, talks, you're just like, oh god, like you are not very convincing as um, no. a non-murderer. <laughs> I know. She's like, oh, hi, all you big. And the way she looks at it, like like this with her eyes. Hi, all you big cats and kittens. <laughs> I'm Carol. It's like, oh my god. Oh like this is god, actually seriously. something out of a horror movie. Like seriously. Oh god, she is she is something else. Anyways, I need to find yeah, so they did link it somewhere. I can't find it right now, but mm-hmm. um yeah. apparently, yeah, she got caught for embezzling money or whatever, which is which yeah, is or something, something like that, that you yeah. should probably talk about in the in the show if you're gonna A hundred percent. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna accuse if someone you're gonna give of, her credit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh let's see. But yeah, I think like at the end of the day, they should have included that point in the in the documentary about her yeah. embezzling or or trying to embezzle some. It was like either oh, funds I found or it. property. I found it. Or, I found it. Okay. Anne McQueen is referred to as Don's trusted assistant. A few months before his disappearance, we caught her embezzling roughly six hundred thousand dollars in properties by buying yeah. them with our funds and putting them in her name. A court ordered mm-hmm. her to return them. Not the best sign of integrity, credibility, someone to believe. And then there is a link to the case, which is very interesting. Yeah. So. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, again, not to be trusted. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. It's kind of like, again, it's, it's uh-huh. like, it's like Dawn's ex-wife. She's not going to have good things to say about mm-hmm. Carol either way. You know what I mean? So yeah. and neither are her kids. Like, yeah. Immediately it, when they just... were 
when they were interviewing them and um, the the wife mm. was saying stuff, I was just like, uh, I was like, oh, it's not really a credible source. You know what I mean? No, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Um, Honestly, anyways, I mean, but again, maybe yeah. she did do it. We have no idea. There's a lot of, you know, again, yeah. this document is very long. Maybe we'll link it in the show notes so you guys can read it yourself. Um, yeah, we don't know. We don't we don't know. Uh, there is no evidence at the end of the day. But why does a There'd man no just disappear? Evidence. Like, what a strange no, story. That's the weird. No, exactly. That's the weirdest thing. It's like people don't just disappear. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's okay? What's an alternative theory? What do you think? Alternatively, let's say she didn't kill him, right? So do you think he's still well, alive then, somewhere? Like, well, they said that they said that he was potentially in the in the documentary. They said another option is that he fleed or he like went to Costa Rica. Yes, you know what I mean because he like loved Costa Rica and he wanted to live there, so he disappeared to Costa Rica. But then why would he leave all of his funds, his assets, everything that he'd worked his whole life for? And apparently he was quite a stingy, stingy man that like loved his money. Right. So he wouldn't just like leave it with with her. Do you know what I mean? It makes no sense. Like, right. If he had gone to Costa Rica, she would literally have nothing. That's what would have happened. From the sounds of like how mm-hmm. Don was as a person with regards to money and everything else, right? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so, interesting. You know, it would be it would I be helpful because she keeps saying that he has like Alzheimer's or he could have had Alzheimer's. Like it would be helpful if they had some kind of medical record, but who exactly. knows? We can just go by whatever she's saying and whatever everyone else is saying. But it was also interesting that his friend was like, "Oh, if I can pull this off, then it would be the best thing. I, it, w- it would be the greatest thing I've ever pulled off, or something like that." Remember before he exactly. left. So that's yeah. another like weird thing to say, you know, who says that? That sounds like someone that's well, ready to go and hide somewhere. Exactly. It sounds like he's a very strange man though. I yeah. mean, the fact that he was like to, he apparently needs to have sex every single day. So he would leave oh when God. she was on her menstrual cycle I honestly to go have can. sex with somebody yeah. in Costa Rica. Like really like, come yeah. on. Like yeah. that's so ridiculous. Crazy. So crazy. So crazy. And so just like, oh. <laughs> honestly, all of these people. Okay, we, like, and the crazy, the like, I saw this meme, I saw this meme and it was like, or this comment or something. And it was like, yeah. the show is so crazy that it makes you that, that a guy that accidentally shot himself, uh, becomes overlooked. <laughs> <laughs> like that story oh is overlooked because this whole so Carol, Carol thing is so crazy. Yeah. The, so you have the whole Carol thing and then you have like her, her biggest rival, Joe exotic, right? <laughs> like the main, the main and kind of have, like, and we have that guy that was like basically having a sex, sex cult in his like tiger kingdom. Uh, Don Antal. Bhagavan doc. Uh, or Bhagavan, doc what was it? Back. Be- Doc Antle, yeah, but, but his first thing, I remember they I, called him like Bhagavan because he it means like God or something. Oh yeah, oh my God, seriously. <laughs> oh my so God, it's crazy. he refers to himself as the God. And it was so funny because I remember at one point his son was like talking and they were like interviewing his son in the show and they were like, oh, so like he calls himself Lord and his son's like, well, yeah, in his own little world, he is the Lord, you know? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm just like, honestly, I'm just like, how does this man have like all of these like four or five women that yeah. live with him or have separate houses or whatever in this like, tiger cult like i know and they all get paid only a hundred dollars a week to work 12 hour days and no time off literally they can't see their family yeah they have to legally change their names to whatever probably he picks literally a cult they have to be vegetarian they practice yoga which i mean that part isn't so bad but when you package it in with everything else he's dictating literally every single element of their life yeah and the fact that they like can't leave like what if their friend gets married or like you know weddings funerals he's like nope you know because he's like there's going to be tigers that need to be fed they still need to be fed like no time and i was like oh my god this guy is did he he not let them leave ever 
no i don't think i don't think they've ever left like, that's crazy he was talking about funerals and stuff and he was just like no like they just can't like maybe they've had some time off i don't yeah. know but from the sounds of the show it doesn't sound like it's something that he would like give them the liberty for. Yeah. And it was, it was interesting <laughs> that the way that they explained it as well is that these types of people, they, you know, they want to get the tie. They're kind of like narcissistic or have that kind of personality trait where they feel like they need mm-hmm. some sort of power over, you know, they, they feel a sense of power when they have these like big animals and they're like cuddling with them. Mm-hmm. They feel special. You know what I mean? Exactly. So they're more likely to well, do were... these kind of crazy behaviors, like being the fucking leader of a cult. Exactly. And they were saying that these people like Doc Antle is like, because he has these like big animals and like, you know, elephants and tigers and all this stuff. He, other people that come into that, that are easily influenced, like these women that are with him, Mm -hmm. they see this and then they see him as this kind of like God or figurehead of these like animals. And it's like this extra level of power over them. And he's like, Oh, you know, if you're with me, you can interact with my animals. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like this whole, and it's similar to what Joe did with the guys that he was with because it's again that undue influence over people because these people get a taste of being with these, you know, amazing, amazing animals mm-hmm. in this kind of whatever weird situation and they, you know, fall for it or whatever. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I, do you think uh, Joe's little two husbands, do you think they were straight? <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh my god this is another thing okay like this, talking about joe exotic so, first this of all. show is okay. so crazy I know, we've just, got we've like, got a polygamist uh gay dude uh who's married to two guys that are supposedly straight we've got a potential yeah. murderer uh slash animal rights activist running a tiger activist. sanctuary that's going against all yeah. of the tiger owners we've got a sex cult leader who owns uh a yeah. huge zoo and traps women under his wing pays him a hundred dollars a week i mean this story Andrew, don't forget Mm-hmm. Don't forget about the um, the guy that was an ex drug um, a drug trafficker oh, who yeah, killed that... somebody who also had his own sanctuary of animals and then the, the that lady that we we that was named the um, the one armed um, lesbian. <laughs> who Do you remember the who one named got... her the one armed lesbian? I saw it in a meme or something. Oh it was like my this, god! There was like it was like the Tiger King has everything and they were like <laughs> listing off all of this stuff and there was like and a one armed lesbian. You know what's oh. funny? I didn't even notice that she was one like she only had one arm until the part mm. where they showed that her arm was cut off her getting yeah and do you know that she didn't have to lose that arm what do you mean because you, you, you remember in the documentary she was like when she got okay so she got her arm bitten right and she went back to the hospital and she could sign that paper still it really hurt and stuff and then the doctor said okay look we can salvage your arm but it's gonna take up to a month or two months of rehabilitation i think it was blah, a blah, year blah, blah, blah. to two years Oh yeah. yeah, probably a year. Too. Okay, maybe longer. Yeah, and they were like, "It's gonna take this much time." And she was like, "You know what? Fuck it. Amputate, amputate oh, it." Yeah, yeah. And I saw reason, that part. The reason, the, the reason she did that is because apparently she was like, she didn't want the media to win, and she was like, "Joe Exotic is always like our number one mission is the animals, and if I let the media win on this to say that the animals ripped this girl's arm off, then it looks really, really bad on the park. Unless I like, if I go back straight to work and stuff, it looks like nothing's happened. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that was her she, like philosophy. Right. And what do you think about that? Yeah. So. God, I think it's, I would have tried to save my own arm, to be honest, but maybe I'm a little bit selfish. Well, I think that um, these people that think that they run this zoo and think, oh yeah, I'm doing so much great things for the animals. We need to realize that actually you're not, you're creating problems. Yeah, true. So this is it. That's the thing. It's like, it's fucked up. Well, I mean, 
a lot of the people, and again, this was in the documentary about the people that, especially that Joe hired. So you had Doc yes. Antle that had his harem of women. And then Joe typically would hire people that were like at the end of the ropes. Yeah. So like he would like find criminals. people off of like Craig. Yeah. Criminals, Craigslist, yeah. all of these places where, you know, they didn't um, have anywhere to go knocking. basically. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and so he would he, take he, advantage his philosophy of was, Mm-mm, exactly. He was like, his philosophy was if they don't have anything and then you give them something, they're going to cherish that because they're not going to want to like lose mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently. It's true. That's so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so fucked. And that's how he kept, that's I, how he got his two husbands. <laughs> I believe this is true. So again, okay. So what do you think about it? So, so Joe exotic, obviously he was the owner of one of the um, uh-huh. roadside zoos. We'll call them. Yeah. And he basically gained these two husbands throughout the show um, and what do you think? Like, I mean, they kept saying that these guys were straight, but like, well, we talked about this a little th- bit off, um, off the, what do you, what do you call this? Off the podcast. And, oh, yeah, um, off the podcast. yeah, we both, I mean, I think that it doesn't make sense that they were quote unquote straight. I mean, exactly. They, I mean, unless they were complete drug addicts, cause they, they basically said that they were both, you know, really reliant like, on meth and stuff drugs and so unless that's the only thing that was the motivating factor which i mean could be yeah uh, but i think it'd be very difficult to be married to a man if you were quote-unquote straight you know well exactly and and not only just married to a man but married to a man for a pretty long amount of time Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean it wasn't Mm -hmm. like this was just for like a day or like a month it was like they were with him for a long time yeah and like I mean, obviously we don't know these men's psyches and like they were saying, oh, right. the one guy was like, or both of them were hooking up with all the girls in the park and stuff. And it's like, okay, well, you know, there are legitimately bisexual people out there mm-hmm. that like men and women. So that yeah. could be the case. Um, we don't actually know. And like, you know, I, think maybe they were they were, I mean, yeah, I think so too, because it just doesn't make, you know, I just don't get how you would, I get it. Like maybe I know that a lot of people that are, are, are abusing substances they might sleep with the same sex even though they're not like that way mm-hmm. orientated just to get money and stuff to get drugs but like marriage i feel like is a next level do you know what i mean like you wouldn't marry somebody yeah. i feel like but also maybe they're really know. really manipulated because they met him when you know he always chooses those really young boys you know they That's meet true. they meet like them that are so yeah young. they meet them when he's uh when they're very young and they barely yeah. know themselves yet and um, true, true, I think true. again, like 19, 20. yeah, sexuality is also very complex and complicated. I do feel like when you when you yeah. are that young and there's a guy that's very charismatic and can kind of convince you. Otherwise, mm. you could almost be convinced that you're bisexual or or gay or whatever. I, almost, well, I really d- do feel you, like that. Do you remember the line that he said to yes, um, them in the truck? The porn line. It was so funny. Okay, you say yeah, it. Say it. Say like, it. Say it in the I accent. I will. He was like, well, what was his name? Was it Travis? It was Travis, yeah. right? Well, hey, Travis, <laughs> you watch, uh, how, how straight is you? And he was like, oh, I'm pretty straight. You watch porn? <laughs> You're like, yep. All right. Do you like to see the guy with the big one or the little one? And he's like, well, the big one. Well, God damn, you ain't that straight. That is you. <laughs> I like your Joe Exotic uh, impression. Oh God damn! But he'd he be talking like this, Rose. Mm. I, I was thinking you, one like, of the things I You need to I sound a little bit more twangy. Twangy. That's is true. That the, I can't. Yeah. I know that is the right word. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I've lost it, Rose. Oh, God damn! Um, you need to watch this show and practice. I do. <laughs> but I was just thinking, how funny is it that the show has our favorite <laughs> accent in it? Like so many people too. It wasn't just Joe oh, Exotic. It was, it was so cast. many people that had it. Yeah. 
It yeah. was hilarious. I was just like, oh my god. Oh god. And then I saw yeah. um under the trailer of the show, there was some comments, and one of the comments was like, This is the most American looking show I've ever seen. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean the fact that like you have this guy, Joe Exotic, with this like this horrible mullet. Oh god. Like just this this like seriously back swamp mullet. Yeah. It was just so funny. And then like this like super t- I I love the southern accent, but like Oh God, it was just... Oh, he was so oh. funny. And did you know that it wasn't him singing? Yeah, I did. I, I actually Googled that. Apparently it was somebody I else. I thought it was him. And I was like, what the fuck? That's, I was like, that's I so know. weird. That doesn't sound like him. You're like, he's such a good voice. I know. I was like, know? wow, he's actually a good singer. <laughs> it's yeah. unfortunate. His I mean, speaking voice is so unfortunate, but... Yeah. I mean, I mean, the thing with Joe, Joe Exotic as well, I mean, like, I have to give props to him in some respects in the fact that he was just so confident. Do you know what I mean? I like, think he was a narcissist, I, though. I know, 100% and he was. He I was actually like, don't even know if he was confident. I think that he was... Some people that seem very confident are actually quite mm. insecure. So, because yeah. I was, again, I was listening to something, I can't remember what it was, but basically... He was so bothered by the whole Carol Baskin thing. Apparently, like, he couldn't stop talking about her. Anytime she would do even, like, remotely anything. And I get that, like, his zoo is, you know, in jeopardy or whatever. But she would, he would just get, he would have to fight back harder kind of thing, you know? Yeah. He became, he became obsessed. You could see it in the show, though, as well. He was literally, like, I get it. Like, you get into an argument with someone, you get in a fight Mm -hmm. with someone. It might bother you for a little while. But he, like, took it to the next Mm -hmm. level where, like, literally everything even if, if Carol hadn't done anything, he would like make a point about her in the show yeah. or like he had it out for her, like yeah. 110%, mm-hmm. like crazy. So, um, oh, anyways, but yes, he, <laughs> he, he ran for president though. Wasn't, was not interesting. Oh my God. This guy. I mean, if Donald, if Donald Trump can do it, I mean, why true. not Joe exotic? It's you know? true. Honestly, like, I, I wouldn't put it past. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. <laughs> it is very possible. Maybe he'll run again. I mean, at this point, I I wouldn't think, how do I say this? If Donald Trump can be president, I think anyone mm. can be president at this point. Exactly. Yeah. So if, if, if Joe gets, in, what is it called when you get out of prison, inaugurated? Is that right? Yeah, maybe. No, no. that's when you become Something a president. Like, no? Wait. Inauguration. Oh, yeah. so I, oh God. Oh, God. Wait, I think that is. Right? Oh, my God. Now I'm confused. Is it? Inauguration. I might cut this part because we sound really stupid. No, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. You're drunk. It's okay. Um, um, you can cut it if you want. No, um, <laughs> no, what was it called? Basically, if he gets like, um, it's a, why can't I think of it? Anyway, he gets a pardon or whatever from mm-hmm. the, from prison. He comes out of prison. He's, and then he, I, I wouldn't put it past him if he ran for president to get elected, you know? I mean, now that he, he's probably loving all the attention now. Oh my God. He's probably like, l- like loving it so much. He's probably yeah. like in prison. Like, yes. yeah. Um, do yeah. you think he should be in prison? Uh, not for putting a hit on Carol because there was too many, in my opinion, and again, this is just going off the, the documentary, right? Yeah. But in my opinion, I, I don't think he should be in prison because um, the evidence was so wishy-washy. It was like kind of like one person's word against another. Like the, you have this kind of scrupulous character that allegedly took 3,000 pounds or $3,000 off of Joe to kill Carol, yet never went to anywhere near her, went off and spent all the money somewhere else doing goodness knows what. So it's like really like what was what was actually said there? And was it more Joe was joking around because he always talked about killing Carol? Right. Or like was it was there actually substance to what he was trying to say? Um, I don't know. I just think that the evidence was too circumstantial. 
Interesting. What are your thoughts? Um, I, I kind of want to rewatch those episodes because I like there was a mm. lot of stuff happening. Uh, I do think yeah. that uh, his threats were pretty. You know, I they were not innocent. Aggressive. Yeah, they were very aggressive, oh. and he made a lot of threats. So I think yeah. that it. I would be concerned uh, if I were mm. in law enforcement. I would be like, okay, this guy might be serious. Um, also because yeah. he always has guns around and, you know, he's always talking about killing her. Um, I do think he was set up and I do think the people, yeah. the what's his face, the other guy, Jeff, is that his name? Jeff Lowe. Yeah. I think he should also be potentially in prison if Joe's going to be in prison. They were both, well, exactly. they were both talking about it. Well, this is it. It's like, why did the other two guys get nothing? And the other guy that took apparently money to go kill her, he didn't even go to jail. Like, yeah, really? It's like, you're going to take the, you're going to take Joe and put him in jail. Yeah. And I do agree with you. I think a lot of the threats, I think maybe Joe shouldn't have been in jail per se for this alleged, um, uh-huh. uh, mur- hire, murder for hire. But I do think that maybe he should have done some time or potentially had like a fine or something for all the slander and for everything else. But I think there was evidence else. to, I'm sure they didn't just, you know, take it by someone's word. I think they actually had, cause they had that informant, what's whatever his name was. Yeah. So they had that the, informant guy. Infor- yeah. But wasn't the informant also one of the yes. like, guys that was involved, but this is what in happens whole- in law in, yeah. uh, this is the kind of twisted part about the justice system is that when, yeah. if you are like a, the snitch, then you could potentially get out of prison time. So basically he became the snitch essentially. So he started working with Mm. law enforcement and then he got the other Jeff guy to also become involved so that they basically kind of set him up, even though they were all involved in it from the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. But this is what I mean. Like, and that's why I'm like, well, how credible are those people that are allegedly snitching on him? Mm Because those three could have, could have conspired to set him up. Do you know what I mean? That's where it's like, where I'm not, Mm, I just, I'm not sure, you know? Yeah. So at that point, cause like they, they, they could be having conversations on the phone, right? So let's say they're having conversations yeah. and they're probably going to steer it toward, you know, toward the direction of Joe saying something that would incriminate him. So it, uh-huh. I think it's called like entrapment when someone, um, yeah. I'm not sure exactly, but I think it's called entrapment when you kind of fake a scenario that otherwise would not have happened. So basically someone committing yeah. a crime, it's like putting like dangling candy or no, that's not the right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying though? But it can, setting no, but it up is the kind scenario. Of yeah. Yeah. Because like for Joe, if anyone even mentioned Carol Baskin, it right. set him off right away. Yeah. So it is like dangling candy in front of a child because the child would try to eat it. Yeah. But and if the there was no candy, anything about Carol, then the child would not. Yeah, have exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. If you had to mention Carol Baskin, then yeah. it would be fine. So obviously so, they set up this whole thing. They it's, you know, I don't mm. know who, whose plan was it originally to like plan this whole thing. But, um, I don't Mm -hmm. believe it was Joe's like original plan to actually start. It wasn't solely because even, even, even Jeff Lowe, when they were allegedly planning this murder, I think it was Jeff that was like pulling up stuff on, um, on Google maps and was like, Oh, this is the route that she takes for biking. Yeah. Set somebody up here, blah, 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 blah. Like really, you're right. Almost that entrapment of like egging somebody on being like, we can do this. Yeah. This is how we can do it. And and originally it wasn't even entrapment because Jeff Lowe actually wanted to do it. And this is why he should be in jail because he's the one that was starting to plan this whole thing. And then later, you know, started being an informant and then, Mm. and then what now he has the zoo. 
under yeah. his and name. And now he's a new zoo. <laughs> yeah. And he's moved all of the animals from that because they've uh, they re- removed to like a new area now, I think. Mm. They've closed off the GW mm-hmm. Zoo or whatever it was and moved it to a new kind of bigger area where they can have like, I don't know, so better cages up. apparently. And I don't know. So fucked. It's so messed up. It's so messed like, honestly, up. Honestly, it's like. I know. It's like. It is crazy. Oh. So I'm trying to think. Oh, wait. Why did he bring on Jeff Lowe again? I know it's because they were having financial problems. But what yeah, was, so why were they having financial problems? Okay. If I remember correctly, cause again, I watched mm-hmm, this a while ago, mm-hmm. so not a while ago, but like when it came out basically. Um, but, um, yeah, he was having, uh, because he, what had happened was Joe had originally been taking, you know, the baby tigers to the malls for petting and stuff. Cause he makes a lot right. of money from that. Yeah. He decided to, for whatever reason to get at Carol or whatever else decided to, um, brand it as big cat entertainment oh even and though, he got sued and he got sued right. so then big cat obviously sued him for a lot of money like mm-hmm, millions mm-hmm. or million million dollars or whatever and he was going through this whole legal battle and he was like basically like he's not going to recover from this and this is when somehow he met this guy jeff or somebody introduced him yeah. to jeff who was like this high flyer who looked like he had lots of money he was going to vegas all the time staying in like you know ten thousand dollar night suites or whatever yeah always tigers around oh and, god and so he thought oh, this guy can help my financial problems. And I think like Jeff did up, put up, up front some money. Um, but then it turned out later that actually he didn't have all this money that he was, he was yeah. allegedly flaunting. So I think that's originally why. And also um, another reason why Jeff came in useful but also dangerous is one of the things that um, I think from the show that Joe was doing is when Big Cat Rescue originally sued Joe, he transferred all of his assets to somebody else's name right. so that... Big Cat, Big Cat Rescue can sue Joe, but he's worth nothing. Right. So then they have to create another lawsuit. Big Cat Rescue has to sue the other person because actually all of his assets were moved over and it costs them more money and more legal time and everything else. So I think he he brought Jeff in as well to kind of also create a legal game where Big Cat Rescue is going to have to spend more time chasing down these assets because they keep moving from person to person. Right. And instead... That was my understanding. Now he's in jail because of Jeff. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. I think, I think after, um, so obviously we talked about Joe's two straight husbands, <laughs> allegedly <laughs> no, straight. Wait, we need to talk about Travis's, um, suicide. Oh, I know. This I was, was exactly sh- I was so shocked. Oh my God. I know. You know what's Me funny? Well. You know what's funny though? I actually thought this was the second episode because like I told you, for some reason I like skipped episodes two to four. Maybe someone yeah. else was on my account and watched it. I don't know. Cause I share my mm-hmm. Netflix with my family, but we each have our own like little, login thing anyway but i guess i somehow skipped two to four and i just went straight to like episode five and i was like holy shit he just killed himself anyways yeah you're like oh my god i was pretty intense because it's like you You, see him actually doing it but you see the person in front of him reacting that was so intense can you imagine i was like oh my god no but i do you think it was an accident do you think it was an accident I mean, from the sounds of it, it sounded like Travis at that at that time was like qu- quite, you know, fucked up on drugs a lot mm-hmm. of the time and was like always just wielding a gun around. So I think he, I don't think he like meant to kill himself, right? but I think he was just like, again, pretending and just like, you know, probably high off his, high yeah. off his head, doesn't even know what's going on and happened to pull the trigger. Oh so my God. Seriously, I don't why think it was would like you a, play with guns like this? I will never I know, understand. But they were, but they, 
again, they all, all of them, all of it, <laughs> all of Joe and his boyfriends have these fucking like guns. And then I remember there was one episode where he was like, he was like, if any of you animal rights people come down here, you gonna get that you're gonna be greeted with this. <laughs> and then he pulled out this fucking machine gun and starts shooting yeah. it into the water. And I was like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> like half the show is him and his two husbands like blowing shit up and shooting things. I know it's on crazy. their like property. Of course, someone's gonna <laughs> die from that. Hey, oh, exactly. and you're high it's, on drugs. Like, Exactly. It's like it's like they said about the animals, but I think also with having guns on the property and doing what they were doing, it's a ticking time bomb, right? Yep. Like if you're gonna play with dangerous weapons, chances are there's gonna be some kind of incident that's gonna happen, right? And it's the it's the same as like one of the things that really bothers me bothered me about the whole documentary mm-hmm. is this whole um what am I trying to say? The way that all these people that own these big cats, they made it seem like it's okay and that they're friendly and that they're their friends and everything else. It's like, hang on a second. No, these are wild animals. Like these are not your pets. And there has been time and time again where people have owned these big animals, multiple big animals for centuries or not centuries, but like for a long time, like, and then they get killed. So a a really good example were those two guys in Vegas that run that show. Um, What was it called? It was like, Siegfried and something okay. whatever it was a big cat show yeah. it was these two guys and they had been doing this show I think for maybe like I could be wrong but like around 20 years or right. something and again raised tons of tigers and lions from when they were babies and had these like really good relationships with these tigers and one day one of them just got killed by one yeah so I mean it's just like you play with fire yeah. and you're gonna get burned these are wild you know, animals not- like they they do not exactly. belong in these cages and they should not be bred mm-hmm. to live in a home like seeing those tigers like in a car with them just like made me just so oh sick God, to my stomach and just and the way that they just rip the babies apart from the mom as soon as they're born did mm-hmm. you watch that scene i was so yeah, I heartbroken was so and then just bringing them yeah. to their house i'm like these are not pets these are wild animals and they need so much more space and it's just it's yeah. insane it's just and they yeah they make it seem almost yeah they do touch i feel like they didn't really have a message in, in that kind of, mm. in that aspect because yeah. in, on one hand they did talk a little bit about, obviously they interviewed Carol Baskin and she did talk a, yeah. bo- a lot about, uh, you know, the problems with this kind of thing, but they didn't really delve yeah. into it. They delved more into, you know, her past and stuff like that. And then, and also the drama of everyone Exactly. Else. And all the drama. Yeah. And then of course, in the last little bit of the last episode, um, the, the mm. campaign manager guy, he, you know, he put it kind of nicely where he was like, you know, it was all just, uh, you know, people fighting against each other. And we all forgot what this, mm. this whole thing was for, which was for animals. It's all about, yeah. Exactly. And that's how I ca- honestly felt about the show itself. I was like, well, the show itself forgot um, about what's what's the important message here. Uh, mm. I do feel like they could have added in a little bit more of that information about the fact that yeah. it is not glamorous to have tigers and lions and fucking ligers, apparently, exactly, around. Yeah. Like, it's fucking insane. Exactly. Well, this is the, this is the whole thing. I think that's where... I, I get why they wanted to sensationalize mm-hmm. this because there is some very big personalities, some like insane characters that you never think in your life you're going to meet. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that is, that adds to the success of the show and that's why the show has been so successful. But I do feel like, and I think I saw a meme or something about it. It's like really like after everything that's happened, the biggest losers in this whole entire thing is the big cats because yeah. you know, really nothing's, nothing's progressed forward. And you know, 
there wasn't, I don't think that message was conveyed very well in that, in mm-hmm. this series. And it did kind of almost like sensationalize having them as pets. Yeah. Like it showed Doc Anto and all of these guys having these like really beautiful, what yeah. looked like beautiful relationships with these animals. Whereas it didn't go into like some of the dangers and like actually some of the problems that these animals face being in those, those kind of environments. Mm-hmm. So I know that there's not much time, but I think that they could have like done it a little bit, like done a bit more justice on that side. And it's all about me, 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 me. Oh yeah, I love these animals. I love taking pictures with them. I love having them around. Mm. What about what's best for the animals? What about what's best for those cats? Why is there a cat? Why is there a a, a tiger in Alabama? (laughs) You know? Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Well, well, Joe Joe even said, yeah. he, he was like, he was like, God damn, you know, when a tiger's born, a baby cub for the first three months, I can make a hundred grand from that baby. Oh my so God. So why am I not going to take it to the mall and let people pet it? Oh, it makes it's so no crazy. Sense. <laughs> so crazy. That's the thing. So, you know, they're in it for the money. But then, you know, you know at as the much very as they end, say, the very end, mm. you know, that little clip, that old clip of Joe talking when he was mm. like, oh, he, cause he was basically saying that we should, you know, we shouldn't have tigers in, you know, out, like, you know what I mean? He was saying like the kind of animal rights talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then what happened? I like, but I think, the, I think what happened, because I also heard like when he first started his zoo, he, um, him and, he didn't have any tigers to begin with, I don't think. And there was like a weird, like, uh, it was another guy that had like some tigers and lions on his property in mm-hmm. the States, like a, a different guy. And basically the police got involved and had to remove the animals and Joe and his team went there and they, they rescued them almost as if like a sanctuary to put them at his, his place. Right. Right. Um, but then what, what I think happened is as soon as he realized, or as soon as he started one, the expense of keeping these animals, but then also when he realized how much money could be made from the babies, that's where he lost his way because that's when he started prolifically breeding them prolifically Mm -hmm. like selling them to other people and because he like he said he can make so much money from a cub like that's his money maker that's how he made all the money for the zoo is through the cub petting so for him it was like as soon as he saw those dollar signs it kind of shifted his direction i feel like of where Mm -hmm. he was going absolutely and then of of course we don't know what happens to those uh older tigers but i think i think we can speculate as it was Mm kind of mentioned that even don antle probably shoots them executes them once they yeah. get uh, to a certain well, age. Say- exactly. They were saying that um, Doc Antle specifically, again, I don't quote me on this because we have no evidence for sure, but they were saying that he um, euthanizes a lot of the yeah. cubs. So once they get to, because like, they said that the cubs basically from about like oh, two weeks old till about the time they're three to four months, you can do the petting. And yeah. else. Once they turn four months, they're a bit too old for it. And then they become a cost mm-hmm. to the company basically to the, to the thing. And so I think that, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the cubs, who knows what happens to them. And yeah. if you need to have this constant cycle of having yes. cubs, you can only keep so many, right? This so. is the problem with commodifying live animals and making mm-hmm. them into commodities. An industry. Yeah. yeah. So I don't trust any of those people. You know, when they, t- again, when mm-hmm. they talk shit about Carol, I'm like, you really like, you don't give a shit about animals. Like, let's be fucking honest. You just like petting exactly. them because they're cute. It's all for your personal gain. And it's just disgusting. And yeah, these and like that girl that they interviewed, the one that used to work for Don Antle. And she was yeah. like, at first there were, you know, a certain amount of, you know, cubs being born. And then later yeah. it was just more and more and more. 
all the exactly, time. Exactly. Yeah, because prolific. if if you, again, if you only see dollar signs at that point and you know that those cubs are going to make you so much money because people go and pay for, you know, those pictures, which by the way, With that the is, that is the biggest yeah. problem. It's because we, people, we go there and we pay money to do this and then we post it on social mm-hmm. media and then all our friends want to go and do it. So that yeah. is the root of the problem and that's where we need to stop doing that, take responsibility yeah. and not support these kinds of uh, <clears throat> fucking, you know, industries. industries. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's really sad. It's crazy. It's just, it is like a part of me, like a part of me, the reason why I liked the documentary mm-hmm. is just because of all the crazy people. Yeah. Like I like, I just couldn't believe that these people exist and like they're just, and that all of them we're like interacting with each other yeah. and part of this like big cat. I didn't know the big cat world in the U S is so fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but then a big part of me is like, I think that like we were saying in this podcast is like, I think the message got missed about, yeah. you know, the animals and what's actually, what is actually important. And I think that there could have been a little bit, maybe at the end or at some yeah. point in the documentary, you still could have ha- had these like sensationalized characters yeah. and whatever else. Exactly. Cause you know, you were going to have that anyway. As soon as Joe opened his mouth, it was like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, like he, the things that came out of that oh, guy, oh. guy's mouth is freaking crazy. Give me some quotes, Daniel. Um, Come on. Give me some quotes. Oh God damn. Well, I wrote a few down, but like, oh, what was the thing on, about balls? It, oh yeah. Tra- oh, when yeah, like he, his boy he, or his husband died, he was like in the funeral. He was like, that boy oh. has some golden balls. <laughs> <laughs> also the wedding. Like it was just so awkward. Oh my like, God. The, the three of them getting married. I was just like, oh my God, I just don't even know and what's the, going on. Whoever he was did- marrying them, like couldn't even take it seriously. It was like, <laughs> I know she's like, I know there's some weird weddings <laughs> out there, but this one takes the cake. <laughs> and then I love how, jo- how Joe was mentioning about doc Antle. He's like, you know, doc Antle, he's got his group of his group of four women. I got my two husbands. He's like, not like it's a competition or anything. <laughs> But it is. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, also going back to like, I know we mentioned this briefly about his two husbands. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and the fact that they were like, quote, straight, but right, you know, right, whatever. Right. Apparently, um, Joe's newest husband, this like new guy that oh, he yes. married, he didn't. He did an interview, and I watched it on YouTube. It was like a quick interview. I can't remember who it was with. Um, and he was like talking to this guy, and he was like, "Oh, what about the mention of you know Joe's ex ex husbands being um, straight?" straight. And he was like, well, the one guy that's still alive, the one that had the really bad teeth. Yeah. Um, they, he was like, well, the first time I met him, he tried to hit on me. So I don't know how straight he oh, was. Oh, really? Yeah. So again, yeah, I don't think, like, of course, I don't believe that they were straight. I think that maybe people exactly. that don't under, cause like when did they get married and stuff? It was, was it a long time ago? Was it like early 2000s? I can't remember. It was like, yeah, I think it was early 2000s. Yeah. I can't remember exactly, but it was a while ago. And they were both young. Like you said, like the one guy was 19 yeah, years exactly. old. Like you don't even know what you want at mm-hmm. 19. So I think that they were easily impressionable. They were and easily again, impressionable. That is the exact, that is the phrase. They yeah. were very easily yeah. impressionable. Exactly. And the fact that like the fact that these people again, and not necessarily us, but other people that might be influenced by, uh-huh. you know, these big animals and stuff, they'll see these people yeah. like Doc Antle, like Joe, like even Carol. And they see them with these cats and they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like I look up to that person. They're amazing. And that's how they're able to get, like, that's how, like, Doc Antle, I'm sorry, like, he's an older, much older guy now, yeah. and he still has all of these, like, young women that are, like, his beckoning call. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny, because I remember there's a there's a scene where he's in the Jeep, 
um, and they're driving through his like property or whatever. And he's like, oh, this house is for my girl, China, and this house is for my Italian girl, whatever. And then the guy was like, oh, like, which house do you sleep in? Like, do you have a house? And he was like, my, he's like, my uh, social life is far too complex and uh, <laughs> yeah. not, not PG enough for this, uh, for this show or something. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. He probably has like, like a bunch of girls living in his house, just like doing oh. him sexual favors. Who, oh God. Who even knows? And you know, this, those people piss me off because you know what? I, here I am a lovely, a tr- <laughs> relatively attractive single guy. And I can't even get a fucking date. And here's oh, people with like <laughs> harems of women and two husbands. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. And tra- that Travis <laughs> guy was hot too. Oh my God. He was good looking. I, I was know. like, I would go for him, you know, minus, minus the meth problem. Minus the meth problem. <laughs> the fact that he didn't know what the hell he was doing with his life. That's true. That is very true. God. So there's a few things, but he was, he was attractive. Oh, he w- Actually, they both were attractive. Yeah. Until that other guy lost his teeth. Yeah. Until he lost. Oh, I was teeth. like, yeah. yeah. From the beginning, I was like, why does this guy have no teeth? And then it was the meth guys. Don't do meth kits. Oh, God, Seriously. Exactly. And then when the worst part is too, when they talk about the meth and again, Netflix pro editing, they're talking about the meth and obviously he smiled at this point yeah. and the camera like <laughs> zoomed into his teeth. And I was like, Oh my yeah. God. Right. As they were, Right as they were talking about it, I was like, oh, God. Like, oh. oh, my God. It's so funny. Do you think also, I just remembered another scene. Uh, do you think J- mm. Joe Exotic burnt that studio? Oh, that's a good question. See, I thought, oh, that's a very that's good another, question. Every episode, there's like so many things. I'm like, oh, my God, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing about the show. It's like literally, it's it's so much stuff that it's just unbelievable that yeah. you're like, and not only that it's unbelievable, but there's so much stuff that's like, it's not black and white. It's a like gray area. Yeah. Like nobody knows. Did did Carol kill her husband? Did Joe hire yeah. a, a hitman to go against <laughs> Carol? Did Joe burn down the place? Like, I, uh, I'm trying to remember the details of that. Mm, it had something to do with like some kind of like pending lawsuit or something yeah um oh, i can't remember but it had some records or something in there that it would be advantageous if it was burned they would yeah. have records of it for joe yeah it was advantageous for joe so that's why the guy that was doing the documentary was like to be honest i think joe did it because he got rid of certain documents that would have been yeah you know because he had all the dirt yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. I think I think part of it too is maybe, and again, don't quote me on this because I can't remember exactly, but I think Carol was like suing him at this point to try to get some of his assets and they wanted maybe the rights to the TV, the potential TV show or something. I can't maybe. remember. Or, oh, but I or, remember no, the no. scene where he goes into the lawyer's office and he films it, mm. Joe does, and he's like, oh, yeah. this guy, he's saying he's making a reality show and I don't know what to do about it. And then the lawyer is like, well... um, does he, well, he basically, the lawyer, I swear to God, the lawyer was suggesting that you should get rid of the, the, the show or something like that. Uh, yeah, do you remember yeah, yeah. that well, scene? I do. Oh, sorry. So I'm, I backtrack on my, my last statement about Carol having that. It's because they, one of the reasons was the guy that was filming the documentary, I guess, had rights to the documentary, yes. right? So, and this pissed Joe off. So he went to the lawyer and said, look, there's a guy filming this documentary. What are my rights? And I guess there was a document that, that Joe had signed to give the rights over to this particular yeah, gentleman yeah, yeah. who was filming the documentary. So he had all of the rights to the potential Joe Exotic TV show. And that was not, Joe was not happy about that. Yeah. I mean, so, I wouldn't put it past Joe to do something like that based on everything we've seen. I mean, he was just batshit crazy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all the shit he did to Carol, the fact that he filmed a music video with a Carol look. Oh my God, she looked just beating. like her too. Oh my God, I, th- <laughs> I thought it was Carol. Yeah. When, when it I was came like, up on the show, I was like, why? Did she do this? 
<laughs> I know. And then you look closely and you can tell it's, but it looks oh exactly, it was a fucking yeah. damn good look. I was like, wow, where did you find this doppelganger? Because they yeah. look literally the same. Does it does it make you wonder that if we if we were ever in a documentary, if someone could find our <laughs> doppelgangers, like someone that looks exactly like us? Oh my god! I don't like know. I wonder if there's but like Carol's face is quite unique, so I was just shocked. It is. Yeah, I was shocked. Even the body size and everything, yeah. the shape and everything, it looked exactly I, like I her. Know. I was like, I was like, I was like why find, the hell did she agree to this? Like, honestly, how do they find such a clone? Like. I don't know. It was like, it was shocking. Yeah. It was actually shocking. Even the way she smiled, yes. her mannerisms. Oh my god. It was like. Ev- Seriously. She had Carol down to a T. Oh my God. Well, I wouldn't want to be here right now. God damn. Imagine being the doppelganger. No, I, oh God. <laughs> I do feel like, oh God, she probably people coming up to her all the time being like, oh my God, Carol. Did you kill your husband? <laughs> exactly. I do. I do in some ways feel bad for her, especially if she didn't. Do, well, m- like if she didn't kill her husband yeah. and all of this stuff is going on. And the fact that she got flack for it back when that happened. And now this is like a global phenomenon, Joe, the tiger yeah. or the tiger king or whatever. That like it's blown up. Yeah. That, you know, she's gonna get some flack for yeah. this. And but apparently they so. reopened the case of the the husband going missing. So really, they did they reopened okay. it. But I mean, what are they gonna? It's been so long. Like, what are they gonna find at this point? You know. Yeah. But you never know because sometimes you have those again going back to cold case files <laughs> and like forensic files and shit. Sometimes they'll reopen cases from like 20, 25 years ago. Or even 40, yeah. like 30 years ago. And now like the, you know, DNA testing is advanced. Maybe they have new theories to explore, all that kind of stuff. And sometimes they do get solved. I mean, maybe yeah. it's rare, I think. But again, like, do you think you, that do you, think you try to uh, fly a plane to Costa Rica? <laughs> that um, was also one I of the theories. Yeah. Well, because they found his van in like a... Yeah, in uh, the airport. Air, remember they yeah. found his... Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's all just so, it's so mysterious. Yeah. Like... How is so much mystery shrouding so, <laughs> so like these few individuals and these big I know. cats? I just don't get it's it. It's so crazy. Um, I'm trying to think of other th- crazy thought, things that happened. I thought my life was complicated. Oh, you know? God damn. <laughs> Wait till you get some tigers in your home. Oh, God. That thing never going to happen because I never want to have it's, that. It's shocking that these uh, animals haven't really hurt them yet. Other than the lady that got her uh, arm bitten off. Arm bit. Oh, this is it. Do you think it's because well, they've been so when, domesticated and they're kind of like affectionate toward them? In in a way, yes. Right. So like, I mean, they're taken away from their mother at a very young age yeah. and then they're, they're kind of domesticated as well as they can be. But again, these are wild animals, right? Yeah. So like, I think that they have that instinct in them. So you even, we even saw it with the tiger that bit Joe's shoe and started dragging him. Like that's a tiger that, or a, a liger or whatever that he raised mm-hmm. from like a baby. So you know, these are wild animals, like, yeah. no matter what, like, but I do think part of the reason why they haven't lashed out as, as much as like an, an, a real tiger, I say real tiger, but a like wild a tiger, wild tiger is because they grew up with people around mm-hmm. them, right? Yeah. And, and they've also, been socialized also, that they, way. Exactly. And also because the people, the way that they, they probably feed them as well mm-hmm. is they associate getting their meals right. with people, like giving them food. So they wouldn't necessarily attack that person because they would associate getting yeah. potentially food from them. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's so crazy. Oh, it's God. So I just feel bad for the tigers. I know. It's so like, God yeah. damn. I'm trying to think what else happened in that show that was just so like, <laughs> you obviously you had, you had the disappearance. You had the woman that had her arm bitten off. What else happened? <laughs> God. You had that drug dealer that burned a body. I was shocked that she went back to work after getting her arm bitten off. But again, it was because she, again, she, she said had nowhere else to go. Do you think? Well, 
no, no, it was because she didn't want the media to win. And she was like, the media will take this and make it something that it's not. I don't want them to win. So I'm going to go back to work to show them that this is not a big deal. Um, and this, you know, we're continuing on business as usual. Because otherwise she would have rehabilitated her arm. Because she thought that whatever they were doing at that park was right, basically. Yes. And she didn't want the media to spin it out of control to be like, this woman had her arm bitten off, blah, blah, blah. Whereas by her sh- going back to work after that incident, mm-hmm. it shows that she's not scared to go back. It's fine. It is what it is. Well, at least that's her. That was her reasoning from the show. Right, right. But again, I'm just like, ugh, I don't know. Uh, God. Yeah, I would, I would want my arm back. That's for sure. Exactly. God damn. I would want my, I would want to be able to move my fingers. Oh my I want God. my arm to be able to, to do things. yeah what a decision to make she made it sound so easy too she was like oh yeah i was just like cut it off (laughs) i was like damn Uh, just just cut it off just take it off she's like i work with a guy with uh with no legs so it's totally fine (laughs) (laughs) she's like he he gives me inspiration every day to be fair and the reason that that guy lost his legs as well he had it i can't remember what happened we got into an accident where he like broke his back Mm -hmm. And he, he still had his legs, but he said like, because he was at the zoo walking every single day so much that he actually like wore his feet down or something like, oh. his, cause he'd already damaged them. Yeah. How and so I he had to get that? both his legs amputated. Yeah. It was in like, I think it was in episode two yeah. probably. That no, you I did watch roses. it though. And I do remember him talking about it, but maybe I was doing some stuff mm. and I just, I just remember him yeah. saying, Oh, people think I got my legs bitten off by a tiger, but that's not true. Um, exactly. but yeah, I mean, yeah, was, everyone that was working there, it's co- I feel like they they were very heavily manipulated by 100 yeah. percent. but again they were it was joe knew what he was doing you know he picked people that were either at the end of their ropes yeah. had nowhere to go this is their like last shot you know what i mean so a lot of them were like we don't want to um you know fuck this up but it's interesting that him and his you know partners were you know using drugs and stuff because i think a lot of those people that were at the end of their track would have been you know maybe potentially drug users and stuff right yeah so i think they were drug mm-hmm. users a lot of them were yeah. yeah definitely oh god so. and then um oh another thing that i want to mention about uh the the sanctuary versus the zoo because mm-hmm. i think there was that episode where joe went to the big cat rescue as like undercover yeah, he and he filmed it yeah. and he basically was like look it's just as bad blah 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 and he's like they they promise that they have over like however many tigers but i only saw 12 i was like well that's because they're not going to come out like they're not forcing them to come out I'm like, do exactly. you not understand this? Like the point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's one thing that I wanted to mention. And another thing is that, um, cause he's saying again, everyone that was in the show that owned big cats obviously had something to gain from talking shit about the big cat rescue because that goes 100%. against what they're doing. And so everyone was like, well, she's a hypocrite because she keeps the cats in cages again she's not these cats are not being bred first of all and her the space if you actually look at the footage of the big cat rescue like their location it is like Mm. vastly different from the place that joe has for example yeah there's like forestry it's huge apparently their biggest cage is about uh the size of a small house like 1200 square feet or something and Mm. it's it's again that was their that's their smallest cage i think oh there's uh, sorry smallest cage yeah Yeah. and again I, i don't know much about the big cat rescue and maybe they do have issues i don't know but also like you know you can't trust these people that are like oh yeah it's pretty much the same thing it's not the same thing exactly well 
And I do think, and we mentioned this before earlier, like, again, I'm not taking sides per se of to, mm-hmm. as to Carol's side or Joe's side. Cause again, there's a lot of stuff I'm not sure. Um, but I do think that the Netflix did Carol a little bit dirty yeah. and you know, again, um, there's a really good video on YouTube where her, I think her partner's name is Howard yeah, and he, um, basically did a video talking about Netflix and all this documentary and everything. And he was like, apparently originally Netflix had approached them and said the whole idea of this, this documentary is around, um, you know, um, passing that bill through, um, the government and it's all about, you know, cats in cages and blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't supposed to be a focal point of Carol's, you know, husband's disappearance and all of that other stuff. So they were really upset because Netflix took their permission to be in this documentary and like twisted the whole documentary. Right. So really like pointing fingers at Carol. And he was like really, really upset, obviously. And Um, well, to be fair though, I I read one of the, the, responses from one of the makers i think and it was like well mm. we were asking you those questions so you knew it was gonna be in it <laughs> kind of thing yeah, but also yeah, yeah. i'm like ah, well, that, like that doesn't necessarily mean that you think that there's gonna be an entire episode dedicated to making you look like you murdered your husband <laughs> like, well, exactly <laughs> and and also they wouldn't have known maybe that they interviewed his ex-wife yeah, yeah, and all those yeah. other people they might not have known so yeah literally a whole episode yeah dedicated to her husband's disappearance and the way they make it in in the netflix yeah. episode she looks it guilty. does look like she did it she looks guilty she looks guilty as, as fuck, fuck. <laughs> and um i'm trying to think of oh and but the the husband's also a bit weird like if you watch the video he'll um he says i do feel kind of bad for the husband because like i don't know yeah. he seems like a good guy with good intentions whatever carol did yeah. i'm not sure but the husband seems like a good guy but he did make one mm. point i was like this is kind of it's not really a good point, but because he was like, if anyone spends one hour with Carol, everyone will know that she is kind hearted, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, yeah, <laughs> it's really not. That's this is not a good point. Let's get to the real, no. let's get to the real facts <laughs> yeah. here. Okay. You can't just say like, yeah. oh yes, you know, Ted Bundy seemed like a good guy. You know, everyone thought he was a exactly. great guy. <laughs> Well, but this is the thing is like, and I'm not, again, I don't want to slag Carol <laughs> off too much, but again, a lot of these, We're being like, very uh, fair, and okay. Ted Bundy's a perfect example. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, he seemed like a great citizen. He was a great father. Well, not him per se, but yeah. like, they'll be like, oh, he was a great father. I never would have expected that he would have done that. Yes. It's like, um, the, the stepfather for Gabriel Fernandez case, oh, all God. of his coworkers were like, he seemed like such a nice guy. Yes. I can't believe he would do that. Blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, he was like caught, like, mm-hmm. you know, doing absolutely unspeakable things to a young child. Yeah. So you just don't you know, know what people yeah. are putting you know, putting forward. This is what's scary. I know. But actually exactly. I do think this Carol is-, is a good person for everyone to hate on because she's so weird. So I think it's easy. Yeah. Like if she was like, you know, she seemed kind of seemingly normal. I do think that we yeah. would have a different opinion. Like public opinion would be mm-hmm. a little bit different. I think that there's definitely yeah. a lot of bias in, in this because we see her, she's so eccentric, seems a bit crazy, yeah. has the crazy eye thing going, you know, and the, yeah. the, yeah, she, she she does have a bit of odd behavior. So I, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But also we don't well, actually like, know. <laughs> exactly. But it, no, but it's true because it's like, it's like that whole thing that they were, I remember seeing this, I don't know if it's like a YouTube video or like a, an article yeah. where they're talking about, um, actually it might've been on Netflix as well. It was like a criminals and criminals that are like more attractive versus people that are conventionally yes. less attractive actually they did like an experiment where they was put it the 100 the was it 100 humans oh, yes that's exactly what i it was. saw that yes. one and they yeah it was so good they t- they take these people and they say okay look at these people and they show one room the like really attractive people and they say oh they've committed xyz crimes and then they show the other other room like unconventionally 
you know, people that aren't, aren't considered conventionally attractive. And every single person that was more considered more attractive got less jail time. Like significantly every less. Single person, significantly significantly less. less. So, so bringing that to the Carol point is you're right. She was an easy person to not like or to find suspicious mm-hmm. because she wasn't conventionally normal. She wasn't but like, her old you know, pictures. Drop- she was pretty gorgeous. Yeah, she was. Uh, hot yeah, when she was I was yeah, shocked. <laughs> I know you see her and you're like, whoa! I know. I was like, damn, you were kind of hot when you were young. Uh, yeah, I do love. There's like one scene, um, which makes me think of this. I don't know. I can't remember, but like Joe was like talking about himself, Joe Exotic, yeah. and he was like, you know, I'm just like young, single, hot, all this stuff. I was like, gorgeous. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah, gorgeous. I was like, um, okay, like, to each their yeah, own. Okay, you know? then. I don't know what you're. I, I don't know what you're seeing in the mirror every morning, but it ain't what I'm seeing. Exactly. <laughs> I need to. I need to. I need to drink whatever he's drinking to get that level of uh, confidence, confidence. Apparently, oh my god. And then god. maybe I'll get. Maybe I'll get two husbands. You know. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine? But you, you know, it's oh true though that that experiment was really interesting. That 100 humans experiment. Mm. That show was. Oh, I love that show. Was a little bit uh, cheesy for me, but I did watch that first. 100. Yeah, yeah, but that experiment was very interesting. <laughs> Yeah. A few of the experiments I really liked yeah. and then other ones I really didn't like. Some of them I was right. like, oh, this is like, like the one about like guys dancing and if it, yeah, if, the if sperm it count, the sperm count, it was, was higher, so dumb. Higher. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. that's another show yeah. that you can watch on Netflix. It's called 100 humans. It's a little yeah. cheesy guys, but also sometimes it's interesting. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff, some of the experiments and they look at like what, you know, out of a hundred people, mm-hmm. what kind of like statistics and all kinds of, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting. It is somewhat interesting. It is crazy Something that we judge quarantine. That, yeah. It is crazy that we judge so much based on, you know, somebody's just a picture, you know, yeah. like, Oh, this person. But I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's I human mean, psychology. I mean, we've seen experiments before. Mm-hmm. Was it, was it, I, I want to say Tyra Banks or somebody that like put on a fat suit and like went out and was like, you know, made her makeup a certain way right. and looked and was like going for job interviews and really struggled to get a job. Yeah. And then she like went as herself. Of course. Maybe it wasn't Tyra Banks or it was somebody else. It was like a model or somebody. And then obviously, which is like really bad because like, you know, maybe they're the less qualified person, but just because they look a certain yeah. way, they have it a little bit, a little bit easier. But maybe that's something we can talk about in a, in a future oh, episode. Damn. You know? Yeah. If you're more attractive, you just, people think you're smarter. They're, they think you're to be trusted. They think mm-hmm. you should get less jail time, apparently. <laughs> They, they don't they don't think you was a killer mm-hmm. when you could be and this is why it's important to apparently be physically attractive <laughs> yeah. if you kill your husband oh, you God. might get less jail time you know what i'm saying exactly oh, you might get away with it and start a big cat rescue <laughs> uh, oh, God. i'm kidding oh, my God. imagine kidding. if they actually we said all this and then next week they found like remains of his body in the fucking oh my God. can you imagine that would be crazy. That would be I mean, crazy. that would just be like next level. That would like top off the documentary. Like it's oh so funny. God. I saw this meme. It was like, basically it showed like a wall like this. And this was like representative of 2020. Mm-hmm. And they said 2020 is like this. And then all the little pillars holding 2020 up was the show, the tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that I, I feel like this show came out at the perfect time. Everyone is just <laughs> stuck at home. And yeah. now the show is just blown up. <laughs> Oh my God. It's so funny. Oh, oh my God. Gosh. So definitely I would recommend watching it though. It was quite like, oh, it's something else. It was, it, I, yeah, it's something else. It, it's, it's very hard to describe. 
yeah. sure people that that <laughs> have listened this far at this point have watched it already. I hope. Otherwise, we just yeah, ruined probably. it all for you. So no, but it's still worth yeah. watching, even if you listen to it. Um, but mm. it it did bother me to watch it because I think that especially if you're vegan and you watch it, it's it's just sad mm. to see the tigers like that, and it's just sad yeah. to just like watch them be abused like that. But kind of not. People don't see it as abuse, and that's the problem, you know. So yeah. it was hard well, for me to it, watch it, some it, yeah. scenes. It was really hard for me to watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. God damn. Daniel got nothing more to God. say. God damn, that'd be the longest pause we ever had. <laughs> oh, God damn. That'd be, that's true. Wait, 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 my mouth be shut, Rose. Oh, we God. be, you squeeze every inch of of commentary out of me. Oh, God <laughs> damn. Uh, well, we're going to leave some things in the show notes for you guys to uh, to enjoy because yeah. um, the podcast yeah. is quite interesting to listen to because you hear... I would definitely listen yeah, to it, yeah. You can hear kind of it different perspectives and things that weren't said on the show, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, don't go to these zoos, these petting zoos or whatever. Um, this is why I'm against yeah. zoos. And um, if you can, maybe go to a accredited sanctuary I mean, if yeah. you don't go to a big cat rescue, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you go to didn't you go to but an yeah. elephant sanctuary once? I did, yeah. I went to one in um in Thailand actually. Was it legit? Yeah, when I was there. Um Did it I seem legit? Big, it seemed legit, okay. yeah. Like they the whole thing about this sanctuary. I did I did do something bad in Thailand, but again, um I'll talk about that in a minute. But like I did do um went to this elephant sanctuary. And, uh, it was like all the elephants that were there were rescued elephants. Mm-hmm. So there were elephants that had previously been in like the logging industry or had previously been, um, I don't know, in ridden, whatever the tourism. Yeah. Yeah. Ridden and stuff. And the whole premise there is like, we actually, we did get to feed them, but like it was the elephant's choice. Like we yeah. would like be on this, like we were on a perch and we had food that we could give them, but they didn't have to come over if they didn't want to. And then we went down to the water, um, and we did give some of them like baths, oh. like throwing water on them and stuff. Yeah. But again, it was like on this huge acreage. Mm-hmm. So like the elephants, they didn't have to come down to the water with us. They could just be wherever they wanted. So if the elephants wanted to have a bath, they would legit just come down and spend some time with us, um, which was really nice. And then during it, she also showed a video, a quite a graphic video of this thing called, and I'm going to say it wrong, but it was like, there's like a word in Thai, which means like to basically the breaking in of an elephant. Right. And it's how, how they basically break the elephant's, to be able to ride them. It's the same as like breaking a horse or doing whatever else. So it's like taking this wild animal and taming it. And like, it's really, they basically confine this elephant into this really tiny space where it can't move. And then they like starve it and beat it and do all this crazy shit to it until it's basically like a zombie that will just do whatever yeah. people want it oh, to it's do. So and sad. So that was really, really sad. Yeah. And then the, the sanctuary, like you can spend money, you can like donate to the different elephants that are there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think it's, I think it was legit. It like, sounds, it seemed legit, it sounds so. like it. And it's obviously yeah. a sanctuary that shows that kind of footage and takes care of the elephants. So that's the thing. Sanctuaries do need to make money as well. So they survive on these, they are nonprofits. So, you know, whatever yeah. money that goes in, it goes into caring for the elephants or, you know, raising awareness or whatever exactly. it is. So, um, mm-hmm. I do think it's, yeah, it's important. And elephants, I mean, I mean, I would imagine, well, any big animals like that, they're really expensive yeah. to feed and keep keep care of and everything else. So I would imagine that, you know, this sanctuary would have a tough time yeah. if they didn't get those donations. Like you said, it's a not-for-profit. So What was the bad thing you know, that you did just, in Thailand? Damn, Rose. So I did go to, and I'm never doing it again, yeah. but um, I did go to one of the tiger things yeah. to see the tigers. Um, so I went with a big group of people from the hostel. They had organized it. Um 
<clears throat> and we went there and there was like a room where you, if you wanted to pay extra, you could like play with it. It was the same kind of thing. You could play with the Cubs yeah. and then you could go and see like the main mm-hmm. tigers and stuff. Well, that's the thing. Here's yeah, the thing. Do I don't, I don't vilify people for doing this kind of stuff. I do feel like there's a lot of miseducation and a lot of, and yeah. I've done shit like that too. You know, I've been to, I've been to zoos. I went to SeaWorld mm-hmm. when I was young. I thought yeah. I had a great time. I thought it was amazing. Especially when you see that mm-hmm. stuff when you're young, that kind of, you know, you, yeah. you're innocent. You don't think anything of it, right? You just think, oh my God, this is amazing. You see all these beautiful animals and you see like Shamu, you know, doing his thing and it's like, yes, and water. you get splashed. Yeah. It's so cool when you're, when you're that age, but you don't, you don't understand yeah. the meaning of it. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you have that kind of ignorance as a child, if nobody else taught you any better and you grow up, what else, what else? what are you going to think, right? You're going to think the same thing. This is normal. We're going to take my kids to the zoo and to, to sea world. Um, so I don't Mm -hmm. vilify anybody for going and, um, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm sure a lot of my friends Mm -hmm. have done the same thing. And, but now I think if, if you know more, I think that you you, should, you should act, uh, in accordance and those kinds of things that Mm -hmm. use animals for profit almost always has, uh, a dirty side to it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. well, th- this is the reason why when I was in Thailand, because I had, I had been previously um, educated a bit about the elephant trade. And that's why when I right. went there, I said, you know, I was adamant against riding elephants. I was v- adamant against, I didn't want to do any of that. The only thing I wanted to do was go to a sanctuary. I didn't know enough about the tigers. Right. I probably should have maybe done a bit more research. But again, now that I know what I do mm-hmm. now, I wouldn't, if I went back, I would never do yeah. it. So um, it is, it is a bit about education as well and kind of like, yeah. But you know, just, what's interesting um, when I was in, uh, Thailand, so I went to Thailand back in 2011. This is when I mm-hmm. was studying abroad in Singapore for a semester. So yeah. I did like a little trip to Thailand with a bunch of my friends that uh, were also in exchange with me. And I was yeah. not vegan at this time. So this is before pre vegan mm-hmm. rose. Okay. Um, Whoa, goddamn. this was a few months though, before I kind of started being interested in veganism and stuff. Um, but I, again, mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about veganism or anything like that. And, uh, we were in Thailand and actually my group, my friends, they all wanted to do the elephant ride. They all wanted to do the tiger yeah. petting, the elephant ride. And I was adamant against it. I was like, I'm not doing it. If you guys want to do it, that's yeah. fine. I'm not going to go. Yeah. Um, so me and I think like two of my friends um, decided to do a different tour that didn't include like the elephant ride and the tiger petting. And uh, they mm-hmm. went to the elephant ride and they they were pretty much all. And I think it's also because I'm. I talked about it before too. So they yeah, had, a, yeah. they kind so they'd of be hypersensitive. Exactly. To it. But they were just like, Oh, I still want to do it. And I was like, fine. Well, if you guys want to do it, that's fine. But then because they, yeah. I think they heard me talk about it. They were like, it was not good. They were like, you know, the yeah. elephant, they were like hitting the elephants. And one of the elephants had mm. apparently like, um, some blood on his ear and just like, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's common sense. If you actually take a step back and think about it, elephants do not yeah. l- allow humans to randomly ride on you. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. This is not, yeah. you know, they're very smart animals. They're one of the smartest mm-hmm. animals in the world. They're very, very smart. And, um, you know, they would stop you if you tried to ride them in the wild. Are you fucking kidding me? Exactly. So. But this is the thing. I, I, I actually, there was a bunch of people at my hostel when I booked the sanctuary. Yeah. And the reason why a lot of people didn't want to do the sanctuary is it was <clears throat> substantially, sorry guys. More expensive. 
is substantially more expensive because yeah. I think mine was like a hundred dollars for the day or something. And then you could do like a riding elephant one for like 25 or mm-hmm. something ridiculous. Um, so a bunch of them went on the elephant ride and they came back and they were like, Oh my God, that was the most horrendous experience. Really? And they said the same yeah. thing. They said one of the guys was like hitting the elephant on the top of its head with like this pick. And at one point it like broke the skin oh, and it was starting no. to bleed at the top of its head. And the girl was like the, my friend that I met um, in the hostel was just like, Oh my God, it was such a bad experience. So I'm really thankful that I didn't do that. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. It's so um, sad. And to be honest, like the, the, even the tiger thing, even when I was there, I remember just seeing the tigers and like, they always say they're like, Oh, our tigers are super happy. Like we feed them so much. So they're just like, you know what I, you know what I mean? And it, it cause a lot of people, there was like a stipulation or a thing that like the tigers get drugged yeah. for them to be so docile. And you went around and it didn't feel right. Like I remember even when I was there, I was just kind of like, Oh, this doesn't seem like, like the tigers are just literally just laying around doing absolutely yeah. nothing. And like letting people go and touch them and yeah, like, it's so, you know, yeah. even the big tigers. And I felt really, I did feel uncomfortable. I got a few photos with them and stuff, but at the end of the day, I had this feeling in my stomach. I was yeah. like, well, this doesn't exactly feel right. So I think you do get that. And in hindsight now going, if I will, when I go to Thailand again, cause it will happen yeah. at some point, um, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. There's other things to do. There's so much fun other stuff to do exactly. that you don't have to do that. Exactly. You know? And uh, it's 2020 people stop doing this kind of shit. Yeah. God and that damn. brings us to the end of our episode. Hope you guys <laughs> Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed um our yeah. little rant about not uh riding elephants and petting tigers. Mm-hmm. Uh and and our discussion about uh the tiger, the tiger king. king. <laughs> god damn. We should have done the whole episode like this. Oh god Rose. damn. I thought I thought you was going to. I was thinking about it. <laughs> well, I think we should go to the south. <laughs> And go and learn a little oh, bit more damn. about how to do this accent. We got to do. We got to learn the lingo, you know. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, when I was listening to the the their accents, especially Joe Exotic's accent. Yeah, I was just like, wow, we're not even exaggerating at all when we talk. No, like he, no, he sounds exaggerated. <laughs> I know it's like so extra, yeah. but it's like, I kind of like that accent though. It's like kind of enduring as oh, well. I, I don't kinda, know what it yeah. is about the Southern accent. That's the thing. I feel it's like, like, I like it, but then I, it's almost like charismatic in a weird way, especially when he does yeah, it. I'm like, it's, it's just so funny. And like anything he says sounds, you know, funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like if you have it's that enduring. accent, literally yeah, like yeah, anything yeah. you could say, like you, you I can trust like you almost. Thing. Yeah. It's almost like I could exactly, trust you. Yeah. I'm like, you are not someone that would so. like, you know, just, deceive anybody but clearly that's not the case exactly yeah <laughs> that's very true again and we we talked about attractive people are also murderers and yes. deceitful so <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what you look like yeah people these you know you could, anyway you could be yeah. hot and you could be you could also be uh, a murderer exactly you, we, you exactly. and i could be murderers we could be goddamn, but let's not get. We'll get into that in another episode when we talk about the serial killers goddamn oh, God. are, ta- are we gonna do an episode talking about serial killers at some point, okay. you know, I feel like it has to happen. We both, okay. we both are like into it, and I well, feel like I don't know much a about lot of it. People be into it as well. Well, goddamn, Rose, maybe I'll be educating you. Oh, on I, the matter. I think so. <laughs> I feel like you An know. Education. I feel like you know lots about the the serial killers. You well, know? literally, I. Uh, me and my old flatmate in London, we used to watch it so much. And it was funny because like anytime we've watched like another documentary about a killer or yeah. stuff, we'd be like, oh, well, they, they haven't done this DNA test or they haven't checked the the um, bullet for, you know, the gun marks that it makes when it comes out of the gun. And then we looked at each other when we were saying all this and we're like, oh my God, we should literally have a degree in forensics for how much we've watched forensic <laughs> files. Cause we like literally like knew all the little things. We're like, they need to test there for fingerprints and blah, 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 blah. Like it's so, so funny. So do you know, like, do you know like the big uh, serial killers and all their stories? 
Not all of them, but a, a, quite a few of them. Yes. So who do you know? So who do you like, know about? So you obviously there's um the good looking guy. What's his name? Uh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Uh, there's Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I heard about him. Yeah. He's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the other guy? The clown killer, John Wayne Gacy. Oh yes, I heard about him too. There was the uh, is it Green River Killer? Then there was the Manson murders. Oh, God damn, you remember um, all these stories as well. Oh God, not all of oh, them, but God. like quite a lot. Oh, of them. we like, need those, we those need an episode. We need an episode. Oh God damn, it'd be crazy. So as hell, we can let Rose. Daniel shine Brad with his knowledge of serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that'd be me shining Brad. That'd be me shining crazy as hell. Oh, God damn. Um, People will be scared of me on the podcast, <laughs> bros. We can't do that. Anyways, guys, <laughs> we could go on talking forever, but we will let you go. We thank sure you could. so much for yeah. watching or listening. Well, both. <laughs> if you yeah. are watching, thank yeah. you. If you are listening, thank you. Um, if you guys want more episodes, of course, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the savage podcast for extra episodes. Every month we are bringing mm-hmm. you extra episodes. Bonus, co- bonus content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and of course, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash the savage podcast and all of your favorite platforms yeah. and anything else to say, Daniel. And that's it. And follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, interact with us, send us messages, any topics you guys want us to talk about, let us know. Um, and yeah, yeah, have a fantastic week and stay home, stay safe stay and safe. hope everyone's yeah, doing well. All right. Bye guys. All right. Bye. See you later. <laughs>